Welcome to another episode of Wealthy Teachers. This is Lindsay Padilla. And <laughs> this is Derek Padilla. <laughs> I don't know why I sounded so like, <sighs> I, don't, I was like holding my breath oddly. You're so like an NPR voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome. So last episode, we talked about Podcast Your Course and basically how it came to be and how it's fitting in our business and where it is right now and what it's becoming, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but we wanted to use this episode to talk a little bit about, I don't know, the like reason behind it and maybe some educational talk mm -hmm. about why we think podcasting your course or any sort of content that you want people to consume, um, why podcasting it is a good idea, right? Yeah. We, we say course because that's what space we're in, but uh, we've had people, I mean, we see like membership sites, obviously totally. it's pretty translatable. And then um, what's the the one I just did? Summit. A summit. Yeah. Yep, that that totally makes summit. sense. Yeah. I mean, just make an episode from each speaker and there you go, or a conference even, right? So, Correct. Uh, there's lots of other uh, sources for the audio to be for yep. your quote unquote students to listen to. Um, we talked about like the corporate one last episode. A book. I'm going to do yeah. a podcast version. Like, well, duh, you can have a podcast version of your book. It's so funny because people know audiobooks are really important. And, mm -hmm. you know, but like, do you know how to get an audiobook like in? Easily. <laughs> like, that's a big deal. Like, right. Yeah. Right. So um, being able to control that audio experience and maybe use it as an upsell, you know, mm -hmm. give the book away for free and then they you can upsell them the audio feed. Um we podcasted our launch, which we should probably, that, maybe we should recap that a little bit too. But um, that's a little bit different though than Podcast Your Course because it's, it's not kind private, of the same. But, but it, it falls into it. We yeah, could it, make it private. There's yes. ways we could do it next time. But, um, yeah. but it, it, Podcast Your Summit, Podcast Your Conference, Podcast Your Book, <laughs> Podcast. P.S. We own all those URLs, so don't steal them. Podcastyourmom.com. Um, we, we bought we that just that because. <laughs> Because that was fun. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, we're talking about content that you want somebody to consume and um, and learn from. <laughs> and so in this conversation, it's funny. My friend Jacqueline Malone, who is the host of the Go-To Girl podcast, um, which is all about how do you become the go-to like in your industry. And she has a podcast course with Farnoosh Tarobi, who... I believe has a podcast called So Money, which is very popular. Very, so very, very. So Money. So it's money. about money. Yeah. It's a fantastic podcast. And they bought Podcast Your Course because obviously. And but th what's cool, she just, they're launching right now. And she just posted a stat about how, you know, Facebook Live viewers, like people watching videos, like we could barely get 10 people to watch 10 seconds of a video. Mm -hmm. But podcast listeners on average complete. 80% of the episodes that they listen to. Mm -hmm. And people are just talking about how there's a different habit that people are in like around podcast. And which is why this to me makes so much sense because yes, there are going to pe be people who self-select as video learners or like visual. I'm a visual learner or I'm a, you know, kinesthetic learner. Or I'm a right. And there's mm -hmm. all these different quote unquote learning styles, which is a whole other conversation about debunking them. But I'm like, at the end of the day, it's not even about 
like the learning style that you prefer. It's like, which one are you going to actually do? (laughs) And it doesn't matter if you like videos, if you never freaking log into the portal and like click on them and and it's easy to watch. Or yeah, yeah. You go to the portal and hit play and then you have five other tabs open and your cell phone next to you and Slack and your inbox and Facebook and everything else distracting you on that same screen. Yeah. The video that you love is playing. Exactly. And I think we alluded to this in the last episode. We're like, oh, we know why people haven't thought of this. And it's because courses is, a you know, selling online courses is um, a mature market. It's not, it's still, I mean, a lot of room to grow, but it's a mature market. And so people have to create really good content. The consumer is smarter. They're not like, you know, going to buy something crappy. And so what happened is, is they kept getting fancier and fancier. So now you have people making like professional videos and scripting them out and, you know, having these like beautiful course membership sites and templates and all that stuff. And that's all great. And it and it does help the learner to like feel like they're taken care of and everything looks nice and they're in order and it's pretty that that does have an impact. But they still have to log in and like click on the right thing. And then they have to be sitting at a computer. Um, and yes, they're mobile friendly, but you know, you still have to click many times. And now your screen has to be on because it's a video and right. And mm-hmm. like all the like all these other th- factors come into play. And so it doesn't matter if you prefer that, if you're not actually going to do that. That's what's more important. And is the experience, you know, something that yeah, is distraction free. And, Mm -hmm. you know, without fail, it's not. And so here comes this idea of audio, where you're like, wait, people are already doing this. Um, And that type of podcast, regular podcast listener is very committed to the podcast that they listen to regularly, right? And so they know, they just have this routine, right? The podcast fits into the routine, whether it's driving, whether it's washing the dishes or cleaning the house or walking the dog or any other time that you're listening to a podcast, there's a routine, there's a time and a place. And I think I think what's the other user experience for a typical quote unquote student of a course in, a, in an online course, they're routine doesn't exist. And they're just like, Oh, I like I I bought this course, like I really want to do it. When can I find the time? Oh, I have to be sitting at my desk. Oh, I have to have everything open. Oh, I have to have like, right. And it's like, I have to download all these things. It's just a chore. Mm -hmm. And so that's competing with not that doesn't have a routine. And the podcast has a routine in someone's life. It fits somewhere in a different way. Right. And it, it's inherently meant to be something that's just like entering your ears while you're looking at something else. I mean, mm. you could be laying down with your eyes closed, but like you're not, as long as you're not reading something else, you're not mm. going to get distracted. Like doing the dishes is totally different part of your brain where your ears and your brain can be hundred percent on the audio that's coming in. And as arguably a, kinesthetic. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Like that's yeah. why I said knitting or like, you know, a coloring book or something like that. Like you can consume a course content, course content while just sitting there and doing something with your hands. Um, I do it while playing a video game that doesn't require a lot of my like word focus, right? Like a Zelda game. I'm just kind of like running through this open world, but I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to a course, the audio from it. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's ways to get your brain to focus on the course content 
um, that's not anything visual related because yeah. the second you bring in a video where there are words possibly to be distracting around you, you can't read and pay attention to a video at the nope. same time. That like the second you add words to the words you're trying to consume, it's done. Your brain can't do both. Um, yeah. So and can't I think do both well. Some people say they can, but you know. Yeah. And I think this is an interesting part of it too, is like <sighs> The behavior that comes into consuming a podcast is key, right? And the fact that um, they're like the person who listens to a podcast regularly already has the routine built, but even someone who doesn't, um, they find time to sometimes listen to an audio book. They have mm -hmm. whatever. And so I, I think what we're trying to kind of drive home is this idea of... Um, you get to control when you get to consume it because it's through the phone and it doesn't involve looking at a screen. And so now your ability to multitask, and I know that sounds bad because you would never want to multitask. Maybe we can talk about that as it mm -hmm. relates to learning. Like, wait, is this actually learning? And we'll mm -hmm. get into that in a second. But the idea that you can it makes you feel accomplished. And I think so another layer of this audio first learning that we're noticing um, that we didn't even guess actually coming into giving this as a um, uh, an asset to our students, right? Um, is people coming back and saying like, I wasn't able... I told myself I couldn't dive in to build a better beta for a couple months because my life was really hectic. So mm -hmm. for those of you who have courses who are listening um, or are planning on selling a course, um, many times students will tell you they're not going to buy the course. One of their big objections is, I don't have time to complete it. And fair enough. Like Many of us don't, right? And like I just said, they're going to have to carve out a routine and make it a part of their life. And that's not easy. I mean, that's a big ask. And so we had someone just be able to basically binge the entire course and feel like, oh my gosh, I did something when I told myself I wouldn't even be able to make a jump in this course. Mm -hmm. And that kind of surprised me because it was like, oh, that's a really big deal from an objection um, standpoint when it comes to selling courses. Time is one of the biggest reasons why people say they don't want to buy the course. And so this kind of smashes that because what you can say is you can actually listen to everything. And guess what? You don't have to do any of the workbooks. What if you just listened? And um, can you commit to that, right? In your podcast player. Um, and most likely a student's going to say, yeah, I, I could easily do that. And so that's how we walk people back from the cliff of like, oh my gosh, I'm too busy. I got like, I got behind. We mm -hmm. always go... Have you, have you done the podcast feed yet? Mm -hmm. And some people have listened to it multiple times now. Like, right. and that's the cool thing um, for, and I think that's the like other piece that we want to talk about is, you know, the best practices of having audio first learning. We're not saying that not having supplemental materials isn't helpful, like a workbook mm -hmm. and a video. Like, we're not saying that that's not positive. What we are saying, though, is what if um, basically the podcast makes it easier to um, just consume and to get people to consume multiple times? Right. If you go to podcastyourcourse.com and scroll all the way to the bottom, we have a whole bunch of FAQs, but the last one is a big one. It has like three big paragraphs answering a question that someone's basically saying, I'm intrigued, but not convinced this solves a problem. So fair enough. But we go into 
uh, three big things, problems that the podcast version solves. And we've touched on them, right? The first one is the screen. Uh, Mm -hmm. No distractions. We haven't even talked about driving. Most of the people, I think, listen to the podcast while driving for our course or podcast in general. So think about any time you're commuting, you got no screen, you no distractions, you're just listening to the podcast uh, or on a plane or something like that. Uh, The second problem, which... I think you're kind of getting to that, Lindsay, was uh, the MP3s. Like a lot of courses give you MP3 links in the course and they say, oh, here, listen to the audio version. And you're like, cool, you download it and it's like saved to your computer or worse, saved to your phone. But like, go try and find that MP3 after you download it. It's not easy. And it's probably not named correctly or it's named with the lesson title, but then your phone sorts them alphabetically. Uh, you can't find the ones in order. They don't play one after the other sequentially, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, your phone, if you lock your screen, sometimes it'll play for a little while when it's locked, but then it runs out of RAM and then it, it says, oh, we're not playing audio in the background anymore just because the the whatever default audio player doesn't like that. Podcasts are built to do all of that, to play them in order, to play one after the next, after the next, after the next. It can even delete them automatically after you listen to them so you don't waste space in your phone. Um, it'll play when the screen's locked, all that stuff. That's what podcasts are for. So even though you might be providing audio for your students, it's probably not done in a way that is conducive to binging the course and listening to everything all the way through. Mm. And then the last thing, which is what Lindsay was getting at, is uh, the a problem that we see with courses is the lesson complete indicator, meaning the student goes through once and they they did something that triggered the little bell to say, oh, this lesson is done, answered some question or checked some box. Um, I get why those are there. We tell people to do that so we can track progress. Uh, But what we really want is people to go back and revisit things that they've quote unquote completed because it takes more than one time to consume something and like really internalize it to be able to take action on it. And so we, we think the lesson complete indicators are deterring students from the repeated listings, the repeated watchings, the revisiting. And so a podcast is just, it's just a really low friction way to go back and be like, wait, where was that? I kind of remember that in this episode or, or, you know, lesson. And they can go listen to it real quickly and just like find it on their phone and and turn it on. Um, And so, yes, I understand podcast players have listened indicators, but um, I think it's just a much lower friction way for someone to um, not feel like they have to log into a course platform and go hunt for the lesson and start watching a video. They can just have their phone open and go find it real quickly. Um, this all comes, Lindsay talked about uh, learning theory a little bit, but this all comes from like the the idea of spiral learning, right? Like uh, start somewhere, go through it once and then come back through it again, spiral back to it and then go through it a third time. Just spiral around the content over and over and over again and you're really going to understand stuff. So even if you... Listen to, I don't. I think we have like five hours of content in Build a Better Beta. Listen to start to finish, all of it, all five hours. Binge the entire course without opening a single worksheet, uh, writing out a single outcome for your potential beta course. Like, don't do anything. Just listen. Then when you're ready to go back, you can go in and kind of hunt and peck and be like, oh, I need to do this right now. That was in Mm -hmm. this lesson. Um, I'm going to go pay attention now on that video and really focus on the worksheet because I know it's coming in module four. Even though I'm on module one worksheet wise, I see where I'm headed and I can take action now that's like directly leading me there. As best as we can as teachers, we try to build a course that does that. But really, it takes the student to go through the entire content 
then take a step back and start taking action on the lower modules to then really see where it's headed and have yeah. a really strong uh, success basically with the content because yeah. they don't take a wrong turn. It's easy to get as a student to get lost head down some path thinking this is where you're headed, but then realize in module five, when you break this one mindset thing that they didn't even know they had, that they really should have made a separate decision in like an earlier module. Mm. Yeah. And I think there's related to like, you know, I think it allows more flexibility. Like we're talking about, like I'm, I look at my own experience being a student, right? We're both teachers and students at the same time. So lots of us have courses and we're in courses. And I like to just like watch all the videos before I actually like do what they say to do. And that's usually depends. It depends on where I am mentally. So if it's early part of the day and I knew I'm like, okay, I know what this workbook entails and what action I have to take. But most of the time you're clicking forward and you don't know what's in that module. And so someone sits down, it's like, oh, that's going to be like five hours to, you know, map my whole business or something. And so a lot of times, you know, teachers have big asks and it's not like bad that they have big asks, but it's, it messes up the student sometimes where they're like, oh, well, I can't do that right now. I didn't plan for that. And now I'm behind. Mm -hmm. And so I always um, most of or I would say not always, but probably like 90% of the courses I've taken, I'm just like watching every single video and not doing any worksheets yet. Because I just am like, I'm a big abstract, big picture thinker, uh, for, forward thinker, like future thinker, whatever you want to say. And um, I just kind of be like, wait, where's how does this all fit together? I don't like just like chugging away step by step without knowing where I'm going and just getting a vibe for the whole process. And I... I find that that's frustrating. And it's frustrating when teachers, first of all, drip their content, but that's a whole other conversation. But it's more frustrating from a perspective of like watching videos and having to do workbooks. And so, man, podcast feed of a course is is so ideal mm-hmm. for my kind of learning style. And... um I think Ooh, it can help. Style. Get, I know well, it can help or preference what feels like a preference, <laughs> right? And whether or not it's the best for me, because you could argue that maybe I don't go back and take action, right? But I think where people, especially in this space, where people are like, how do I get students to finish the course? And it's like, well, they're dropping off because they have to go do something. So what other like little thing could they get a win that they could have? And so when a win is just listen to something and don't take any action, like that's a pretty winnable thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's there's not a lot of friction. And I think the friction isn't coming from the fact that they're not capable, the fact that they're not responsible, the fact that they don't want to do it. It's just easy to give up like it is with dieting, right? We talk about like habit forming and all this other stuff. I mean, if you can give them a backup plan for when they inevitably stop trying (laughs) because they hit a block, you know, your backup plan that you can alert, you know, your team and, and anyone that helps you with your course is, you know, give them, you know, tell them about the podcast, remind them that they can keep moving forward and like feel like they're making progress. Um, And I think that that's the value that something like this Mm -hmm. brings, which is why there's other things too, where Derek and I have talked about potentially developing an app where it's an official 
podcast listening, audio-based learning app. And maybe that will happen in the future. But right now, we wanted to keep that friction even lower there too, where it doesn't matter the player, right? right. Just the player's already out there. Um, they can listen to it. Uh, how do we get them that feed, you know, that unique private feed? Mm-hmm. That's what we decided to focus yeah. on. Let the students put it in whatever app they're already listening po- to podcasts on, right? Like some, just the default iOS app's fine. I use Podcast Addict. People use Overcast. So a podcast feed is just easy. Just give it to them and then mm. they can put it wherever they want because they're already listening to stuff. So let them listen to you. Let um, them listen. That should be our tagline. Yeah. I like the play on the Pat Flynn thing when we, <laughs> we were talking to him about it. Smart oh, pass- smart passive listening. Is it a part oh, yeah, smart oh, passive yeah. income for Pat? So but, funny. Um, yeah. I don't think, I don't think we're going to use that, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask them. Yeah. I like your students are listening, but mm. it, uh, something that Lindsay, I know your brain works on this kind of level more than mine does is the, um, using it in a marketing way, meaning like oh, yeah. your students have, if you have a podcast, your students are already listening to you. And then mm. that's usually a free thing. Like you just distribute your podcast weekly as like a marketing you know, thing. Your students like your voice. They're used to listening to you. They're, loyal. They're used to learning from you because your yep. podcast is probably showing them something, yep. teaching them something, not in like a formal course way, but it's teaching them something. And so they already like learning from you. So why not a course uh, in the same way, like an organized, well thought out, structured content um, podcast that you can sell to them then that's your mm-hmm. course so mm-hmm. um yeah that's so that's the future of it and i think that's part of it which we talked about last time a little bit of like we're not really sure what business we're going to build around this mm-hmm. product but one of them is like how, teaching people how to make just audio-based courses and focus on the thing like lecturing mm-hmm. <laughs> which we both did um and yes worksheets matter and videos can be helpful as an asset but what if it was audio that was actually first and more important and not video just in the context of distraction world right, right? and so um you know building a business where we teach people how to do that and you know we teach them in the most minimal way you know with build a better beta um, where they're not pre-recording everything, they're not uploading anything into a site. So we already are doing it. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, this is even better. <laughs> like take away the obstacle of like getting on video at all um, right. and just recording at home and then getting feedback from your listeners about what was you know great about that episode slash lesson slash module however you want to do it Mm -hmm. and so the the framework of bbb is still there like get it out of your head and then and then rework the content and make it even better and then you can start recording the videos and then (laughs) make it more complicated so that it still fits within our you know values i guess of Mm -hmm. of teaching and learning online yeah yeah cool and we'd like to yeah go for it oh i was just gonna say if you want (laughs) to If you want to check out uh, Podcast Your Course, you can go to podcastyourcourse.com. And this is coming out Thanksgiving Thursday. So, yeah, uh, so maybe we, you're listening to this having some pumpkin pie. Mm, enjoy. And that's mm. a great time to listen to podcasts is travel for family and stuff, right? There so, you go, right? <laughs> that's when we usually listen to Weird. a lot of we get caught up in our podcasts. I blow through my backlog whenever we're traveling somewhere. Um, but yeah, check out podcastyourcourse.com. Uh, as of Thursday, it's on sale for at least till the end of the day and then goes back to normal prices on black Friday. But yeah, so you can uh, still snag it as you're listening to this yep, for your <laughs> current course or your eventual future course, planned course, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it would be nice. I would like to hear from listeners on this one too. So um, definitely hit us up at hello at lindsaympadilla.com mm-hmm. because if you have any thoughts or feedbacks, yeah. um, feedback on this, that would be amazing because I'm curious what, especially with something like this, it's funny, like writing up, it's a small sales page. It's nothing fancy, (laughs) nothing professional. We just kind of whip that together quickly. Um, But there's a lot of questions around this because it's a new idea. It's Mm -hmm. a new way of looking at it's, I mean, not audio is not new podcast, not new, but like a new way of looking at something that's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so I want to hear your thoughts. Um, I know we have a lot of teachers who listen, um, particularly academics from the Academics Mean Business crew, those of you who still are hanging in with us with the (laughs) pivot. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, we had a lot of uh, professors actually buy this, I think two out of the 70, if I'm correct, Mm -hmm. um, are using it actually for their students in the classroom, which is kind of bananas to think about. So there's an education institutional a layer to this that I hope to build in the business model in the future. It's probably not, you know, obviously the language around podcast your course could work for that. But what does an education license look like versus um, I hate it as a teacher having to have subscriptions to things that the school probably should pay for. So maybe right. we'll do institutional licenses or something like that. But um, there's some cool I would love here. as a teacher, I would have loved to have this for my students. Me too. I, hands down, my mm-hmm. I taught online and I had I put my lectures on YouTube private feed. Um, and uh, I loved it because when a student missed a class, I would be like, oh, cool. Just catch the lecture over there. Or, mm-hmm. oh, we went on this random tangent because I teach sociology. So like usually there was a world event we're analyzing and it got like really deep. And it was like, man, we were supposed to cover this. And I can just assign it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I saw the value of creating that kind of stuff once as many professors do when they have online courses. Um, But also recognizing that the way students like to consume really matters. And so an audio version of those files with a podcast feed like bananas. Mm -hmm. And then there's other layers of this where you could um, have your school. I know they do wireless mics for presentations and stuff, but you could literally mic up your lectures and just every semester have a feed that the students have. And now you've created an asset where students can listen over and over. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's genius. I know. Yeah. I know teachers that did that where they, they would just, yeah, have a mic on themselves while they taught like a face-to-face class and they had a slide presentation that they're teaching, which we don't enjoy, but (laughs) some people choose to do that. Uh, But that's, that's what their video was for their online course was just their slideshow that they gave to class and then their pre-recorded voice and that's it. Um, But get rid of slides and just keep the voice and that's much better. And I think there's a use case for this in like K through 12. Like, Mm. I think academia, it makes sense that they've gone there because we do teach online and they're right. So it makes sense. But gosh, man, you know, I do flipped learning in like high school for sure. And like, but yeah. no, but what about not even flip though? Because um, yes, flipped learning is is a is a mode, right? But I'm talking about um, even just hearing, right? We were talking with someone who has a kid who's like 10 or something, and she's helping him with her like his algebra homework, and it's oh, she's for math oriented. Yeah, mm-hmm. what if the parents had a feed so they could actually be caught up with what their students are learning, and they could truly help mm-hmm. their kids. Um, with the with the learning. And I think with math, that's just game changing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so it's just those kind of things like when, because it's just a way or to help a tutor or somebody else or the kid, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just to like, let's actually talk about how it's hard to learn things the first time, especially when you're a kid, right? And Mm -hmm. so, you know, the kid could listen to the episode. (laughs) Maybe I'm in a dream world here that someone would think that listening to their teacher when they went home would be a joy. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. But anyways, um, maybe as a punishment. <laughs> Go listen to five episodes of my voice. <laughs> the teacher you think spend about what eight you've hours done. a day with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with a professor, it's different. It's like you're, what, two or three hours a week or something. Yeah. Anyways. Well, cool. Go check out podcastyourcourse.com. Email us at hello at lindsaympadilla.com. And you can tag us on Instagram Hit me up on stories. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, Lindsay. What's your handle? I actually forget. Dr. Lindsay Padilla. No That's M right. on right. that one. Yeah. Yeah. I am like tortilla on Instagram. Always fun to see you should screenshots. Be Dr. Like tortilla. Dr. Like tortilla. <laughs> like Dr. Tortilla. <laughs> no. No. Nah. PhD is not in tortillaology. It should be. <laughs> Burritoology. Yes. Much better. Derek likes burritos. I do. <laughs> so do I, but not as much as Derek. Yeah. So I'm Padilla like tortilla on not Instagram. Burrito. Not burrito. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, give us a shout out on Instagram stories, a little screenshot of your podcast player and um, tag your favorite teacher in your course that you're a part of and tell them to get on podcast your course land because we know students want this. I mean, that's how this started was us being students and being like, why aren't there podcasts of courses? And we just made one for every course we're a part of. So I know students want it and the teachers are the one that has to buy it. So uh, tag. Well, that's not entirely true. I know. Well, <laughs> it no. depends. Yeah. Anyway, tag the course creator and tell them to get on this and uh, we'll make them a podcast feed and then you can listen as the student. Cool. All right. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye.